कांग्रेस वेटरन गुलाम नबी आजाद क्विटिंग हिज पार्टी ऑफ मोर देन फाइव डेकेट्स टूडे हीज कॉल्ड आउट राहुल गांधी डिरेक्टली फॉर वॉट ही डिस्क्राइब एज चाइल्डिश बिहेवियर ग्लेरिंग इमेच्योरिटी एंड अक्यूज हिम ऑफ डिमोलिशिंग द कंसल्टेटिव मैकेनिज्म ऑफ द कांग्रेस He's written a no-holds-barred resignation letter to Sonia Gandhi, blaming Rahul Gandhi for the Congress's defeat in the 2014 national elections. Visuals coming in right now of former Congress leader Kuldeep Bishnoi joining the BJP at the party's headquarters as we speak. The 53-year-old Congress leader was expelled from all party posts after he cross-voted uh, in the June Rajya Sabha elections and resigned from the state assembly as well. Tonight on the show we first get you the details of the big political story we're tracking the Prashant Kishore Congress breakup a big blow to the Congress party in poll bound Gujarat the Congress has struggled for decades against Narendra Modi's BJP in this state the Congress party's most well known face and the biggest party dar voice Hardik Patel has dumped the Gandhis The Indian National Congress or India's main opposition party has an uncanny ability to be in the news for the wrong reasons from very public tantrums by some of their senior leaders to the inability to hold on to talent or attract new ones what started with the 2014 and 2019 election losses has gone from bad to worse by 2022 even their very public attempt to poach high profile election strategist prashant kishore for 10 days in april ended in an embarrassing rejection so in this episode i set out to answer one question how did the 137 year old congress party in the matter of just a decade that's 2012 to 2022 go from ruling party to a party with a series of losses and is a turnaround even possible you're listening to first voice last word our weekly podcast on indian politics I'm Sunitra Chaudhary, National Political Affairs Editor for Hindustan Times. In my two decades of experience, I've realized that politics is often like reality TV, full of dramatic personalities making strategic moves. But unlike the entertainment that stars provide, this actually impacts our lives. So let me take you inside these corridors of power to understand what the netas are talking about and how their moves ripple down. to us and today i tell you the story of the congress party's decline i started this episode by talking about the fall of the party since the upa years or just the last decade but really the fall of the party has been since 1984 that was 38 years ago and that was the last time that the congress after the death of indira gandhi came to power at the center on its own Rajiv Gandhi, Indira's son and Prime Minister Jawaharlal Nehru's grandson, got a mandate that was unprecedented—404 MPs in all. That was the only time that a single party had so many MPs. For 40 years after that, coalition politics was the norm, led by the Congress or the BJP during NDA one, 
and single party rule came back only with Narendra Modi in 2014. That time, he had a simple majority of 282 MPs and then an even better tally, 303 MPs in the 2019 elections. As they kept rising, the Congress's fortunes kept declining. We saw this whole campaign that India against corruption which was started by Anna Sahib Hazare and many people, including Arvind Kejriwal and several others like uh, the two uh, Bhushans, Prashant Bhushan and Shashi Bhushan and uh, Kiran Vedi, they were all part of it. Kind of huge campaign was drummed up. It reminded me as a political uh, observer what was during 1987 over that Beaufort's thing. Rashid Kitwai is an authority on the party. As Sonia Gandhi's biographer and author of books like 24 Akbar Road, he has tracked this downward trend closely. I think the UPA Congress failed to read the real motive of India against corruption. And I think that's where political intelligence inputs were missing. I think Sonia Gandhi got this illusion of grandeur during that time. No big ideas came from 24 Akbar roads. Some people joined hands and a build-up was made to show as if Manmohan Singh government was the most corrupt government. Manmohan Singh's or Congress opponents were able to paint a picture as if Manmohan Singh's Alibaba Chalice Chor. Something that requires a, a perhaps a book or from authorized account what went wrong. I think Sonia Gandhi's illness played a role. Now, if you've been listening to news stories, they always say how things are desperate for the party that is identified by the freedom struggle and has had stalwarts like Sadar Patel, Sarojini Naidu and Bal Gangadhar Tilak to name just a few. But what does a party in decline actually look like? Let me explain it with numbers. From 400 plus MPs in Lok Sabha in 1984, the current number of MPs, including the Rajya Sabha ones, is just 84 out of a total of 793. I'll just repeat that to convey just how bad it is. Never before in the history of the party have they had this low of fewer than 100 seats in both Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha. That's the situation in Parliament. And let me tell you, nobody, absolutely nobody, not even the most diehard loyalists thinks that they can fix it by 2024 when the next general elections are scheduled. Are things better in states? Not really. In all of the states across India, Congress has 695 MLAs. Is that good? Well, not if you compare with the BJP, which has almost doubled that with 1,383 MLAs. It's not surprising since they didn't even win one of the five states that saw elections earlier this year. Uttar Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Goa, Punjab and Manipur. In two of those states, they failed to win even though the BJP was fighting serious anti-incumbency. To be fair, you could argue that the BJP polarised the elections. In Uttar Pradesh, they talked about 80% Hindus versus 20% minorities. 
in Uttarakhand, they talked about bringing in the Uniform Civil Code. But to be honest, and here's where everyone in the Congress may also agree, the fault lies at their own door. So who is to blame for Congress's new law? The Rajya Sabha dominations are given are still as a gift from Tenchant Park. Now this culture must end because there are so few seats are available. So there is no point rewarding uh, lawyers who have been assisting, you know, Gandhis or the Congress. So these seats should be going to people who matter, who would matter in Parliament rather than looking for a kind of uh, this tokenism. So this mindset needs to change. I think this change of mindset is a is a singular, uh, I mean, kind of a solution to all this that's going on. The moment Congress, Gandhis realize that uh, they need to get real and realistic, things are going to change. When you read columnists or analysts, their reasoning for why the Congress is seeing a collapse is often packed. So I spoke to the real stakeholders, the people who are inside and those who have left and they helped me understand why the party is facing such an existential crisis. It all comes to five major factors and as the party goes into organizational elections next month, these are the aspects they could focus on if they want renewal. The number one problem is talent management or the problem of losing all their big names. Jyotiraditya Sindhya, Sushmita Dev, Jitin Prasada, RPN Singh, Kuldeep Bishnoi, Kapil Sibyl are just some of the people who just felt that the Congress didn't have any future for them. The most recent to join this group is Gulam Nabi Azad. So why do people start performing in other parties? Jitin Prasada is now a second time minister in UP BJP. In the Congress... He was unable to really do anything between 2014 and 2021. But in BJP, he has emerged as a strong Brahmin leader who delivered all five districts assigned to him during the UP elections and now has been entrusted with a second term. It looks like it all could be about bad HR. Or let's take another example, like that of senior Congress leader Anand Sharma. Last week, Sharma resigned from the role he was assigned to handle, that is, being head of the steering committee in the Himachal Pradesh elections. Now listen to what he told me about why he quit. So why should I continue somewhere where it becomes meaningless? My position was made untenable. Hmm. I could not deliver. Where would I deliver when I'm not excluded even from meetings? And by whom? I have been there as a member of the General House of the Himachal Pradesh Congress Committee from the days of Dr. Yashwan Singh Parmar as Chief Minister. Perhaps there is nobody else who has that seniority. Not my age. I joined Congress 50 years ago, 51 years ago. And you humiliate me. I kept on taking it up, but nobody was listening to me. Only because Ulam Nabi Azad and me, we had taken up certain issues which are fundamental for the revival of the Congress as part of what is called, because of the number of signatories at G23, for the renewal and revival of the Congress. I was really fine, so was Ulam but we were targeted and now humiliated. This is not the way to revive the party. 
Now, whether Anand Sharma is useful to the Congress party is debatable. But what's certain is that his public outburst makes the party look bad. It's the same thing that happened with Gulam Nabi Azad too. They offered him the post of the campaign committee chief of Jammu and Kashmir without proper consultation. And he again resigned from that within hours because to him, it looked like a demotion. In the old days, these tantrums, mollifying those who are unhappy, all of this was handled quietly behind the scenes. But there just doesn't seem to be anyone doing this crucial job anymore in the Congress. In fact, the Association of Democratic Reform says that between 2014 and 2021, 177 sitting MPs and MLAs have left the Congress party. And as we all know, there are many who are still in the Congress but unhappy. Younger leaders like Sachin Pilot are hungry and ambitious to do more and the party is barely managing to keep his aspirations in check. As Himanta Biswa Sarma, that's BJP's chief minister of Assam who left the Congress in 2015 said, people leave because they don't see the party going anywhere. There are many who wants to come to BJP and work with us. But you have to create space for them also. So it is a developing situation. You will see some people coming to us also. And those people who cannot come to BJP, they are also going out from Congress because they have seen no future of Congress in the state and country in general. So the most important thing the Congress needs to do if it wants to fix things is to give its people hope, give them a direction to work towards. Sometimes it's as easy as just calling someone and listening to them vent. As someone with a long history in the Congress party, Bhajan Lal's son Kuldeep Bishnoi of Haryana told reporters after he joined the BJP recently that he kept waiting for a call from Rahul Gandhi, a call that never came. I had told them this only if Rahul Gandhi have tried to convince me, then I would have voted for Mr. Ajay Makan. Otherwise, I would have voted in favour of BJP only. That brings me to factor number two behind the decline, the leadership problem. Why was Kuldeep Bishnoi waiting for Rahul Gandhi to give him a call? Who's the boss of the party? Is it Sonia Gandhi or is it her son Rahul Gandhi? It would be unthinkable to imagine this being a grey area for any other party. But here's why it is. Rahul Gandhi was the president from 2017 to 2019 when he resigned after a poor performance in the general elections. His mother was requested to come back from retirement, but her title is Interim Congress President. By itself, it reflects the flux. And between 2019 and this year, when new elections are due, Rahul Gandhi controls the reins of the party and takes critical decisions without really being held accountable for it. Crucial decisions also get missed in all of this. Let me give you an example from a recent disastrous election of Rajya Sabha. Even though Congress had the numbers in Assam, they lost that Rajya Sabha seat for Ripun Bora as some of their own party voted for the rivals. Apparently, Bora wasn't popular at all. Now, this problem with Bora was flagged to the top leadership two months ago, but no one listened. Just a day before the election, they suddenly woke up and asked what could be done. By then, it was too late. And by the way, Ripun Bora is now in another party, the Trinamool Congress. To put it in one line, if you don't have a clear leader, 
taking the call, then don't be surprised if the party's all over the place. The Congress is in denial. Congress does not want to address basic issues like who should be the chief presidential face. They're not talking enough to their own cadre. And of course, there will be some G23 members who will be uh, criticizing uh, of the past in a feeble way and they will be kind of pounced upon. So this is a kind of the games that are being played within the Congress. That power without responsibility model. Congress cannot run by proxy and he knows it. I think Sonia Gandhi also knows it. But there are a lot of people who are just doing this uh, posturing and doing things that are not good. And after every election, they think that there will be, uh, you know, someone else will become a scapegoat. Someone will be shown the door. So the whole inertial, what they say in Hindi, uh, the mentality of Congress uh, leaders as of today is, There is no desperation. There is no uh, attempt to regroup and unite and face the challenges that are there. They think they are there in so many states and uh, as if they're going to be in power and therefore they play game among themselves. An opportunity to fix this problem is coming up soon. The organizational elections which are due next month. But a lot lies on how they go. The Congress could solve one criticism they constantly face of being a Nehru Gandhi party. They could elect a new president who wasn't from the Gandhi family. But then... They're lacking in confidence without what they call the Gandhi glue holding them together. So the key is really finding an able leader. Reason number three for Congress's decline. Lack of modern tools and methods. Our reporting revealed a great example of this. Election strategist Prashant Kishore told the party that in the last general elections, the Congress gave tickets to 170-odd people who had lost elections three times already. Basically, they were candidates who the voters didn't want. So why was Congress giving them party tickets which could have gone to more winnable people? That data and the analysis which reveals what the party's voter base looks like is either not available widely or is simply not used to inform their decisions. They simply rely on mahal or gauging the party mood through workers, which isn't reliable. That's the reason why election strategists are being hired by all political parties and the Congress has to catch up. They've made some piecemeal efforts by hiring a strategist called Sunil Kanugulu, But the question always is, will Congress do what the strategists tell them to do? What Congress needs is to realize that even new parties like the Aam Aadmi Party and the Trinamool Congress have got professionals like IPAC for doing all these surveys and proper data analytics. And if they want to take their old party forward into the modern era successfully, they need to keep up with the times. Reason number four for decline, communication is key for any political party because as we know, politics is all about perception. In the Congress, communication gets a pause Let me illustrate with the story of this video of Rahul Gandhi that emerged this year on Eid when he was travelling abroad. In this 12-second clip, we see Rahul Gandhi at what looks like a nightclub. There's music, there's strobe lights, and it doesn't look like a wedding. But that's what the party says in its defense. Now, everyone in the Congress knows that 
This is a sensitive issue. Rahul Gandhi does go on holidays, unlike Narendra Modi. And per se, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that the government is able to communicate the idea of him as a part-time politician as opposed to the Prime Minister working non-stop. Now, Manmohan Singh also never took any holidays. So it's not a BJP-Congress thing. But it is all about communication. And look at how the Congress handled the question about Rahul Gandhi's travel. Shri Rahul Gandhi has not gone as an uninvited guest like Prime Minister Modi went to Pakistan to celebrate birthday and cut cakes for the then Pakistan PM Nawaz Sharif. Shri Rahul Gandhi has gone to a friendly country, Nepal, to participate in a private marriage function of a friend. By chance, the friend also happens to be a journalist. So I think they are also abusing your fraternity. Please don't mistake it. And do pardon me. Last when I checked, having a family in this country, having friends in this country, having uh, attending marriage engagement ceremonies is a matter of our culture and civilization. What they didn't address in their press conference was a question that many had. Should Rahul Gandhi have a good time while his party was falling apart? Maybe it was valid for him to go, but his party wasn't giving us that valid reason. They were out to attack Prime Minister Modi. In the past, that strategy hasn't worked. And the BJP had a field day with this video. Now, there are so many examples of such poor communication, like their Lok Sabha leader Adhir Ranjan's comments on President Draupadi Murmu. Hindustan ki Rastapati ji sabke liye hai. Rastapati ji, nahi Rastapatni ji. Hindustan ki Rastapatni ji sabke liye hai. Hamare liye kyun nahi? Hamara baat rakhne ke liye Rastapati ke liye Rastapati shabd ka istemal karna behtar rahega, Adhirda. By calling the new president Draupadi Murmu Rashtrapatni instead of Rashtrapati, the Congress handed over an opportunity to the BJP to protest for a few days. And they were on the back foot for Adhi Chaudhary's words. And that also something that happens quite frequently and gives their rivals the opportunity to dominate the narrative. But the fifth and final reason I'd point out for the party's decline is something beyond their control, funding. Simply put, the Congress has no money and you need money to give you the resources to fight elections. It's like a vicious cycle. You need money to run an effective campaign and win and funding goes most to those who are winning. So with poor performances all along, funding has dried up for the Congress party and is a fraction of their rivals. 91% of the party's funds come from corporate funding and according to the ADR, the Congress only got 133 crores in the year 2019 to 2020 while the BJP got 720 crores in that same period. They had 2025 corporate donors while the Congress had just 154. So a lot of it is all about the money. To solve this problem, the party may have to think of novel methods like a national crowdfunding drive, perhaps. Uh, to my mind, Congress needs a back-to-the-basic approach. They need to focus on a lot of things that Prashant Kishore has said. Basically, 
this is all common sense the fact that the gandhis need to be owning up the political leadership there can be a president or somebody at the executive position who may not be member of the nehru gandhi family think of a prime ministerial candidate and uh, organizational revamp is very good but as i keep saying if you look at uttar pradesh 2009 in spite of organizational weaknesses congress did very well exceedingly well in uttar pradesh so therefore the congress needs to look uh, get real uh, smell coffee and see how many seats they are in a position to win in 2024 in terms of lok sabha elections is it less than 50 or it's something close to 100 if there is something close to 100 then of course they need to uh, stand where they are but uh, as per my assessment they are below 50 as of now then it's a emergency situation remember alliances coalition everything comes from position of strength not from position of weakness jo congress party ka connection janta se tuta hai usko hame accept karna padega उस कनेक्शन को हमें फिर से बनाना पड़ेगा और जनता चाहती है जनता समझती है कि कांग्रेस पार्टी ही यह काम कर सकती है जनता समझती है कि कांग्रेस पार्टी ही देश को आगे ले जा सकती है हर संगठन को न केवल जीवित रहने के लिए बल्कि बढ़ने के लिए भी समय समय पर अपने अंदर परिवर्तन लाने होते हैं हमें सुधारों की सख्त जरूरत है रणनीति में बदलाव दचागत सुधार और रोजाना काम करने के तरीके में परिवर्तन एक तरह से यह सबसे बुनियादी मुद्दा है लेकिन मैं ये भी जोर देकर कहना चाहती हूं कि हमारा पूर्ण उत्थान सिर्फ विशाल सामूहिक प्रयासों से ही हो पाएगा एंड दैट्स इट बाय सितंबर और बाय अक्टूबर the party promises to have a full time congress president who will hopefully sort out the leadership crisis the new leader whether it's a gandhi or a non gandhi has their work cut out they have himachal pradesh and gujarat elections in december and into 2023 the crucial state of karnataka it's a long tough road ahead that leads to 2024 and it's not an exaggeration to say that for the congress It's a do or die battle. You've been listening to First Voice Last Word. I'm Sunitra Chaudhary. This episode was produced by Deepthi Ahuja and Mok Sharma and edited by Sanju Abraham. Editorial inputs were provided by Isha Bhatnagar Sahai and Sneeshi Roy. Do write to me about what you'd like us to cover next at Sunitra C on Twitter. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again next week with another secret story of political lives. Till then, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.